Hi. Hello. Boom. Boom. Test, test. Test, test. Okay. I think I think we're good. It is recording. It is spiking. It's recording. It's spiking. Yeah. All right. I'll. There we go. Perfect. All right. I'll cut that out. Go for it. Hello and welcome to the Sidecar Coffee Podcast. Ooh. Yep, we're here, we're live. Uh, definitely the first try. Uh, my name is Louis Primo. I'm Caleb Baker. And uh, yeah, we're doing this. We're doing uh, doing the podcast thing uh, about time, getting getting into it. It's not going to be anything Get- crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No. We well, we've talked about this for two months, three months. Uh, maybe something even a little bit longer than. That. Yeah, but we're going all in. We're doing it. Yeah. Um so let's start with what let's talk about some coffee. Let's uh let's talk about what what is a sidecar. Mm, that's a good question. What is a sidecar? Um so a sidecar, if your cafe has it, awesome. If they don't, they should get it. It's any milk beverage made with espresso and then that espresso used in that milk beverage served on the side by itself with no milk. So you get to taste the espresso by itself, and then how the milk affects it. Yeah, nice little comparison. Um, and thinking for a name for this coffee podcast, I thought that was kind of perfect. Instead of like choosing a random pun or yeah. you know thinking of a word, I thought, um, you know, a couple times a week, me and Caleb will meet up and and make coffees. And most of the times, whenever we bring coffees, we'll do a sidecar just because it's a nice way to taste coffee. Um, and I was like, it, you know. It's something that we already do, and yeah. it's a name I haven't heard. Yeah, no, yeah, I haven't seen it across the podcast field, but we better claim it now, or it's going. <laughs> and honestly, like, for for even just education purposes, like, if you've never heard of a sidecar... You're gonna know. You're gonna know. Every episode. And it's a, it's a, it's a really cool thing to introduce people to, you know, because it's, it's like, you meet people that really like lattes or milk milk drinks and you're like all right i know i know this is gonna be weird <laughs> try this shot of espresso <laughs> try try the base it's like they never really know it's always the sweet like milky thing and it's like okay that tastes great and usually people put flavoring into it but it's like when you try the espresso by itself and you get the flavor profile of that you're gonna taste it through the milk mm-hmm. once you taste that first and it's gonna be like Whoa. and then it's wild like giving them another sidecar and be like dude this milk drink tastes completely different boom it's yeah, like what it. Uh, anyway, so so this is Caleb's coffee um, that we made today. Uh, yeah. What what is this man? So this is from Ocus Coffee Roasters out in Vermont. It's a uh, Milton Monroe, which is the producer, and it's a uh, Geisha Clouds. Um, I believe I had them pulled up on my. I believe it's like a. We can get you guys all there. The processing. Right yeah. To think of. So the the processing. So it's a Geisha, obviously. Um, and it's an anaerobic natural process. Now, if you don't know what an anaerobic natural process is, that's... We're going to tell you. We're going to tell you. <laughs> Easy. So th- for this coffee specifically, um, it is not telling me right. how it was processed. But <laughs> it, So basically natural anaerobic processing, usually they'll take the... So you got natural processing where they keep the All green... right, we're doing it. We're doing this now. Yeah, we're doing this now. We're going into it. Where we keep... Uh, where it's... Uh, the green coffee, they keep it in the ripe cherries. And with natural anaerobic processing... Coffee is a cherry. Coffee is a cherry. It's a fruit. Um, 
And so two seeds in one yeah, cherry. We'll definitely have to do an episode on processing or something. Or I'm going to explain this like really quick. <laughs> um, but they throw the cherries into a tank, usually, usually like plastic tanks, sometimes metal bins, sometimes buckets, any form of tank that they can keep oxygen out of or retain oxygen within. Uh, and they just leave it in these tanks to ferment. Mm-hmm. Usually they'll aid it with like, I mean, we've seen them Any do it with tea. various different things. Like yeah. one was like a cinnamon tea. I think that was from black and white coffee that they anaerobically. Anyway. Anyways, it's, it's, a, it's a whole thing. <laughs> That'll be play, a different episode. Yeah, this would be a whole other thing, and we'll have to get a crazy coffee on for that. But basically they just keep it in these tanks. And it's yeah. it's basically fermented. Natural fermented. natural process is just um, an extended fermentation. Um, yeah, and it breaks down the su- sugars in a certain way to give a cool flavor profile. But anyways, we'll shut up. Uh, we've had geisha clouds once, twice, twice, twice. We've had it be- once before this one, twice now. So we had it from black and white two years ago. Mm. Yeah, two years ago, and it was it was it's interesting to see what we can taste now. And obviously, it's from a different roaster, and it's a different um, lot, lot, and I think different process as well. I want to say it was only yeah, I can't natural. Remember. I don't think it was anaerobic. I don't know. Anyways, but, yeah. But from black and white, we we picked up a few notes here and there, and like like we were picking up stuff. But it, what we taste in this one is far greater because our palates have expanded way more. It's crazy how time time yeah. changes things over two years. Like we've just tasted a lot of coffee, and we can tastes a lot within this one so we're gonna quit letting it get cold and taste it mm. so you want to go with the shot first i go yeah thanks man sorry about my squeaky chair um it's not necessarily warm yeah it's not necessarily warm but it's still nice Uh, prepare for any noises. We we grunt a lot when we taste coffee. I don't know if you're into that, wow. but oh, it's <laughs> uh the okay. Um, now we're now we're tasting. I just the milk. compared the espresso to the milk, and it's just crazy. Like even now, like I've tried multiple. Drink a lot of coffee. That's like a. It's still crazy. To yeah, it's like a man. smoothie. <laughs> uh, so let's break down this shot of espresso. Yeah. Um. So my get... my preferred method of um, boiling espresso is uh, espresso is traditionally uh, a one to two ratio. Um, so you start traditionally with nine. I mean, I start with nineteen grams. Traditional is probably eighteen, but yeah, uh, nineteen grams in, um, thirty eight out, and then I what I've been liking my preference recently has been doing a one to three ratio. So um, nineteen in and uh, fifty seven or eight out. I think the actual number is 57, but I'll pull a little bit longer sometimes. But uh, roughly around 30, 35 seconds, um, depending on the coffee. This one pulled in 33 seconds, 32 seconds. Um, we, For the first shot with the milk was our tester shot, and that one pulled a little faster. Um, and this shot is most definitely – I did it one notch finer, and uh, it is a lot better. But yeah. first of all – the taste in my mouth right now is is fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> it's like an orange creamsicle. Like yeah, aftertaste. The the latte specifically is like like a banana smoothie. Like it's just super creamy. I don't know. Um, this shot of espresso is super sparkly. Um, it's very sweet. 
Um, it hits me with kind of, it's just orangey to me, man. Like I get, I get the banana, but um, very sparkly, super. It's very light, and it's it like it hits you fast. It's super complex, and it changes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Lemon limey, sweet. Lemon orange. Yeah, lemon lime. A little bit of like black cherry mm. on the finish. Oh yeah, I get that. Just with like the acidity, and it almost like dries your mouth out. Yeah. But that sparkling on the front, yeah. People are gonna be like, "No way, cap." You don't taste that. It's just coffee. Dude's just tasting like a suicide soda drink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just we went actually to went to Rhodes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The banana. milk just changes it, like. It's it's so sweet. It's like you think the espresso shot sweet, and then you taste the milk drink. It's like what? Well, the the espresso shot has a lot of acidity, mm. and and then like in the milk drink, there's nothing. Like it's all sweet, yeah, sugary, it's balanced, yeah. like confectionery sugar, mm. icing. But like that banana smoothie, it's just hitting me. I don't know why. I don't even like banana smoothies. It's fantastic. Um, I've never personally ordered from. Is it Ocus? Ocus, yeah. Okay, O-K U.S. Yeah, they're they're pretty new. Uh, they started. Summer, uh, nah. but their packaging is fall. Sick. Yeah, like their fall of last year. Sick, yeah, man. go check out their website. There, I have another coffee from them at the house. That's like, it's a Wilton Benitez coffee. I don't know Wilton Benitez. Just look his name up. You look him up. Buy the He'll first be, coffee you find. It's gonna dude, be fantastic. We'll talk about him a lot for <laughs> sure. You'll hear him a lot on here. Uh, but, um, the the packaging is like this translucent, like frosted. Mm-hmm bag and it's super cool i don't know it's sick so i don't know where they do their packaging from uh, but the notes given from the roaster are watermelon sangria white rose pineapple and tropical uh and just kind of like a disclaimer when it comes to notes me and caleb for the most part try to look at them after we've come up with our own yeah. as you can tell like what we just did um first of all just because you know you're always gonna if you search for something you'll find it yeah, but it's also nice for you to you know taste it first without any before thought kind yeah. of you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you don't not with to... an initial thought because that can lead to to like you know remorse in buying the coffee. It's like oh, I bought this coffee to taste like fruit punch, and it doesn't. But I don't it taste does it. Like, yeah, what is like, this? Yeah, you yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, and it's also like it, that's a number one. It's like a big role when you're standing around a cupping table as well as like don't shout out notes yet until there's a discussion part of the cupping like because if you're standing next to someone and you go oh this one tastes like strawberries that's well, all they're gonna taste they're, they're gonna put yeah. that in their mind like okay instead of just going i'm gonna in taste it strawberries nothing. yeah so anyway yeah that's i thought i'd put that out there great think, coffee yeah as great the coffee. as the latte cools it's like a, after reading like the tropical it's like a pina colada mm. or like coconut cream yeah i get the coconut yeah anyways all right yeah, we'll move on from that. But that's that. That's such a good coffee. They're a good roasting company, Ocus. Check them out. All right. So I guess I'll kind of go into this. And who are we? Who am I? <laughs> Let's ask the question. Um, first of all, I'll kind of explain my story. Um, I'm Louis Primo. I am a senior in school. I'm 22 years old. And... I have been into coffee, taking it seriously for about four years now. I would say right when I got to be a freshman in college is when I was first like dove into coffee. Um, 
and it wasn't necessarily a you know like I didn't know I wanted to do it um but it wasn't also it wasn't like a moment of of like realization of you know you know a lot of people have that one coffee they're like oh my god I I didn't really have that moment really um in my senior year of high school I liked going to different places to do my homework I could not do it like I've always been that way I always want to go you know to a separate location and do my stuff and so I would go to a lot of coffee places and it just helped me concentrate but I would get you know like the flavored lattes um but I just drank more and more I had a French press at home and that's how I first started watching James Hoffman I literally just clicked on his I looked up a French press recipe video yeah that's a that's a good video yeah it's French press mm. and uh started buying from Picasso's coffee because I really liked their um it was a flavored it was like bourbon pecan flavored coffee it's in St. Charles. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have like three different flavored coffees. They have a creme brulee flavored coffee I really liked. Um, and I would go there, buy a bag of coffee, and then make a French press every morning, carry it with in my coffee mug with some creamer in, in high school. Uh, and then I actually started, you know, getting into it. And then I got to college and bought a French press from you. You didn't buy a French press from me. You brought a Chemex. I bought a Chemex. I'm sorry, yeah. Chemex. I That's bought a Chemex solid. from you. Uh, I bought it from my local coffee place. Yeah. <laughs> and no one had filters because it was during COVID. And yes. You could oh only order them from the Chemex they website. They were fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah. They were fifty dollars. It's like what? I yeah. Wow. I was I'll like, touch them. yeah. I I bought my Chemex, brought it home. I was like, dude, there's no filters in here. I went back. <laughs> I called you guys. And you're like, yeah, man. Oh my them. God, yes. Oh man, that just unlocked something. Uh, but I can't. I bought them off Chemex's website, and they were cheaper. But it just took a month to get here. But wow, because all the other websites, yeah, they upscaled them. But Chemex website, it was it was cheaper. Anyway, coffee. So um, you know, I just slowly started falling down the rabbit hole. Um, I started to go away from from um, flavored coffees. I started from Picasso's. And I don't know why, you know, because like Upshot during this time was carrying, I guess, okay, I'll get into that after this. But I started get, getting like the, the Peru from from Picasso's, uh, Picasso's and Upshot are local places in St. Charles is where I'm from. And I went into, I guess this was my first like wow coffee experience is um, I went during this time, I went into Upshot as well this summer. And I went in and I had an iced, they have iced V6, they had like flash pour Yeah, overs. flash brews, yeah, yeah. And um, I ordered, it was a Brandywine Ethiopia. And uh, it was just fruit, strawberry, delicious, like super That'll light. That'll do it. That'll do it. And I was like, dude, this is insane. And so I went back a week later and I was like, I, I want I to have that again. My buddy Drew was working on the bar. He was training someone. And I was like, what is the strawberry coffee? Because I didn't know, like, it was an Ethiopia at the time. I was like, I didn't necessarily know origins. Right, right. And it was an Onyx Tanzania that he made me. Oh, Onyx. It, it was fantastic, man. It was so good. Shout out Drew Horton. Um, but oh, that Drew. Drew that oh, okay, Drew. I'm thinking, like, what Drew are you that talking Drew, about? Yeah. 
Did he work at Upshot? Yeah, that's oh, he was at, he was behind the bar at this time. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yeah, got into that, and that was just kind of like my intro into single origin, into you know fruity coffees. Um, and so going to school, I came here unattached. My first two years are are insane, and not really a story for right now. But uh, didn't know what I wanted to do. Was lost as a human being. Um, but I knew I liked coffee. I, I, I've always loved cooking food. I love the service industry. Um, but I really loved coffee and I loved the culture of coffee. Um, I loved learning about it. I was super, super intrigued, um, by the industry and by every, every part of it. And so during this time, my, is about my sophomore year. Um, I get a job at the Groundabout in Cape Girardeau which is one of our local coffee places. We have like two or three local coffee places. Yeah, we have, I have four. Four now. There's, I guess now, yeah. There's one at the Indy House. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but like coffee roasteries, two. Two, yeah. <laughs> Just two. Um, and I wanted to be a barista, but they were not hiring baristas. So I start working in the kitchen um, and just building up my hours. I need a job anyway, so it's fine for me. Uh, but during this whole time, you know, learning about the cafe side of coffee, because I've already had, I already kind of have knowledge about nowhere, you know, just the 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 tip. Yeah, just of just knowledge, the, just you the know, tip of knowledge. Yeah. Uh, at this time, and then I learned like about tamping and milk, and you know, s- the service experience in a cafe, and learning about that, which is a whole, you know. Oh, it's a whole. <laughs> which is it, a whole thing. That's yeah. But uh, in especially in a small town. Of Cape Girardeau. Yeah. Uh, and learning that side of it and and just diving deeper into coffee. And during this time, I'm meeting with an advisor about, you know, what I want to go to school for because I was undecided but with an emphasis on environmental science because I've always loved nature. I've always loved, you know, like caring about the environment. And um, so I did that like the pre-rec rec dude. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, requisite, rec, prerequisite, help, help, <laughs> help me. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna try this okay, one more time. One more time. Prerequisite. Was it? Yeah, prerequisites. For that. Prereqs for short. Um, prereqs. Let's go that <laughs> for short. And um, I was just talking to her, and I was like, you know, I really, really am passionate about coffee. She's like, well, we have an agribusiness horticulture or plant and soil science I started as. And then once I got into plant and soil science, I was like, I don't really like soil is complicated. Yeah. <laughs> Dirt hard. And I learned about it anyway because it's like just an emphasis and you only take like a certain amount of classes for the emphasis. Mm. Um, and so I switched to horticulture, which is the study of fruits and vegetables. And I'm just absolutely in love. I love plants. Learning about um, just helping me understand coffee as a plant in, you know, like reading these terroir books, um, reading, you know, any book about coffee really is like fascinating, you know, cause it's like, especially in the book, it's like, Oh, I understand this, you know, and they're, and they're using words that I've learned in class, learning about, you know, in terroir specifically, that's, I feel like the most plant forward book I've read talking about how coffee grows and why it's complex and, and just the, specifically on the farming side of the industry mm-hmm. is super inter- interesting to me because that's what I do in my classes and stuff. So, um, yeah, 
I'm absolutely in love with that. Um, just trying to better my knowledge on the coffee plant itself. Uh, and that's why I, I went with that major. That's, you know, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing now. And, um, yeah, so, you know, trying to go back into that. So yeah, I'm, I'm a senior this year. Crazy. Fourth year. Um, and with an ag business horticulture degree to better my knowledge about coffee plant itself. Um, with that degree, don't really have like a certain plan after school. Um, just want to go into coffee, um, and see where that takes me. Uh, but also with that, um, let's go back to the, let's circle back to the groundabout. Yeah, we'll circle back. We'll circle back to the groundabout. Maybe we'll circle back. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe you talk about you and then we can go yeah, back to the we groundabout. Will, we'll because that back. is the, that's the time where me and Caleb met. Yeah, that's the, but, that's uh, the conception. We can kind of talk about that later. So that's me. Um, right now, um, not, not working in coffee right now, no, but, uh, still very much involved and, um, you know, it's both of us. All we do in our free time is text each other about coffee and drink coffee and drink coffee lots, lots and lots of, and just try to try to up and it's, it's so nice. I guess we can talk about this after you talk about yourself. Yeah. But. <laughs> all right, Caleb. All right. All right. All right. Um, what are you doing, man? Who am I? That is the question. All right, so um, my name is Caleb Baker, um, and I let's see. So I'm originally from Memphis, a um, little outside of Memphis, South Haven, Mississippi. Shout out! Um, but where do I even start? I don't know. I, I'm trying to remember. Where, see where you started. Um, I, okay, so I started really getting into coffee 2020 pandemic. So I had worked at Duncan before that like the the but entire year why 20... so like why duncan man why okay so duncan was the only thing available i wanted to work at starbucks so but was it bad. like was it for the coffee so was it no for the... no it was just to be to for the cool like oh you get free coffee oh so like i so you liked coffee at the time uh, or was no. it just like caffeine caffeine more more caffeine so i i actually didn't like coffee at this time this, this is actually a really funny thing like my family jokes about is that uh I want to do coffee for the rest of my life. And I grew up like hating coffee, like would throw up on the taste, like hated coffee, hated every time it got served me. I did not like it. Um, at Starbucks, I would either get, I think my favorite drink at the time was a uh, ice green tea, a peach green tea refresher, like lemonade. It, it was fire. Um, and that's, but that's what I got. So I really wanted to work at Starbucks just because it was super cool to be in high school and be like, I work at Starbucks like that. I don't know why it just was. And then you get free drinks that you, and, and I, and I also, so how our school worked, we had like a block schedule. So mm-hmm. there's four blocks and my junior year I had first block off. So I didn't have to be at school until like 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. which is super nice. And so I wanted a job in the morning. I did not want to work at night anymore. Cause I was also doing theater. Yeah. Um, and so Starbucks, I, I I had a friend who worked there, and he was like, just come in, apply, and then after you apply, call back the next day about the about an interview, and you'll get the job. I followed those steps exactly. Did not did not get a call back. Bro, nothing. Your friend, nothing <laughs> lied to me. <laughs> I was crazy. like, come on. And so 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 then I'm like, okay, like maybe I can just go to another coffee place. And I I just thought Duncan, okay. Duncan, I just wanted, and I, 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 at the time, I didn't even work as a barista. I was in our, like, it's not even like a kitchen. 
it's just the they called it it was like the sandwich station like mm. you just made breakfast sandwiches and stuff if anyone has worked at Dunkin' and you're listening to this, you know what the sandwich station is, and it's the worst. It, it sucks. Um, and Worse than the donuts? Well, they don't make the donuts there. Oh, they just set them up? Yeah, so the donuts get delivered at like 3 o'clock in the morning. Now that's we're what, exposing Dunkin'. That's how what now happened to us. we're exposing Dunkin'. Yeah, we are. Yeah, so um, we'll, we'll expose them later. I have a lot of exposition. Nope. 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 No, we're not. No, we're not. Keep <laughs> <about them. laughs> uh, um, okay, so so after Duncan, okay, so graduate high school. So, oh, okay, Duncan. I quit Duncan the week that COVID hit. It was our spring break. Uh, it was the week before our spring break. Wow. And man. then we had a really long extended spring break. Mm-hmm. And then I graduated. <laughs> really long spring extended break. spring break. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> like that's just kind of how it happened. And and so I didn't. I worked like at a dot. I remember I um I still needed a job during COVID. Um, and so I went and worked at a dollar general for like three months and then before coming here. And so I left dollar general whenever I came. No, that's freaking lie. I don't even know my life. Dude, um, wake so up, then man. I went, so I, I quit dollar general after two months and I went and worked at a local coffee shop called pink's coffee house. And this place, it, it was, it was very, uh, low budget. Um, and, the entire bar was running off of a Breville Barista Express. That there was it. it. That was it. And so so that's kind of how it was. And so I, I will say I did learn a lot about coffee and, like, tamping and prepping pucks, but it was on a small Breville espresso machine. So anyways, um, so then I go to college, um, which is where I'm at now. We're at Southeast Missouri State University, SEMO. Oh, I guess I didn't say that. Yeah. Either. We're in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Um, and so moved, moved here, went and going to school, um, started off as a musical theater major, um, did a lot of theater, but my, my freshman year when I got here, when I, when I moved all my stuff in the next week, I had a job because I had to get one. And I was like, there's no way I can't have a job. And so I, I started working at this place called baristas coffee bar. Um, why baristas? Uh, so when I looked at coffee shops near me on Google, um, and you just wanted to work in coffee. Again, I knew just I wanted for the, just I for knew, the flex of working in a coffee place. Yes, I knew I wanted to work or did, at a cafe. Did, did what was it? Kinks, pinks, pinks. Was did that like spark anything for you? Yeah, or is it I think, still like so. I I think it did in, in a way that's like I I just I knew I didn't want to go back to commercial like like just corporate coffee. I what about wanna, like retail, I didn't want to work it. like you no. worked. You just, I hated. Oh God, I hated Dollar General. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I hated Dollar General. I nothing against Dollar General. No, nothing. No, Shout yeah, nothing, no, nothing against Dollar General. I I enjoy shopping there, I guess, but um, it was more so. I would stand there for six hours hmm. at a register, and that was it. I didn't even stock. I didn't yeah. even stock anything. I, I was just a register guy. And so I just stood there for six hours. That's just, not boop, for me either. Boop, boop. <laughs> like, no, I can't do that. No. That's not for me. And so I, I knew I wanted to go back to coffee. Um, and and also at the time of um, working at Dollar General, I applied for Starbucks and still didn't get it. Um, <laughs> and so then <laughs> – so that's how I ended up at Pink's. And the, But Pink's, it was this local coffee shop, and, and we did a few events. It was still COVID, so it's like – and this is like start of COVID. Like there really nothing was happening. Um we did a couple movie nights, mm. like six feet movie nights. So it was it was cool, um, but it was a really small place, and really it was this this lady 
who owned the place. It was kind of just more of her friends and family that were the regulars. So, um, so yeah. And so, okay. So now in college, freshman year, I get a job at Barista's Coffee Bar because I look up coffee near me and Barista's, Red Banner, Starbucks, Dunkin'. That's all that shows up. I've already worked at Dunkin'. Screw that. I didn't want to work at Starbucks. I knew I didn't want to work there. And so I was like, um, I was like, okay, let me go check out this Red Banner place. I went in there for the first time and I think I got like family iced. only. Yeah, they're yeah, it turns out they're family only. It's just the the owners that work there. Mm-hmm. Um, the two owners, Robbie and Katie, great people. Um, but but that that's it. Family that's just business, them. Yeah. They run it themselves. They don't need any help, no. which hey, that's cool. So I go to baristas, put an application, and I leave. I, I I get a drink, of course, and I leave. And um I get a call the next day. Oh, sick. And they're like, Hey, do you want to come in for an interview? I'm like, sure. Uh, I go in for an interview the the following day after that, and the manager forgot that we scheduled an oh, interview. No. And so I'm literally sitting I'm thirty minutes early for this interview. And <laughs> they call the manager and they're like, uh her her name's Erica and they they call her and um she like wasn't she she didn't live in town and so she was like off that day and just forgot Dang. and so she was like can you come back tomorrow and i was like yeah i'm like i'm literally That's not doing anything look, though yeah that and sucks. so i literally go back the next day after this man and i'm kind of like ah oh, this place like manager doesn't show up for an interview that's not great that's yeah and so um i i go in there and and, and they start asking like why why here why do you want to work in coffee i'm like well i've worked in at Duncan and da 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 and I'm like I know I want to do more and and at the time oh I, I guess I should back up a little bit so during COVID whenever I was working at Pink's is when I started getting into coffee like mm. at home I my parents had a Keurig and I and I I remember like I I would brew coffee in the Keurig load it up with creamer sugar and for some reason I really wanted to like black coffee I don't know why. Like to this day, couldn't tell you why. I think it was just like, just so I could flex on everybody, be like, yeah, I drink black coffee. Screw you, you know? And, and, but I tried it on a Keurig and it tasted awful. Mm. And I, and I remember thinking, I was like, I love the smell of coffee. Why does coffee not taste the way it smells? And so then I looked up on YouTube how to make the Keurig, like make better coffee. And this one video I clicked, I, I cannot tell you who the YouTuber was that made this. But was it the video where they just throw it in the trash? Throw it can? in the trash. <laughs> yep. Yeah. They throw the Keurig in the trash. And so the guy starts off the video. He's like, this is the Keurig. This is what it does. And, and, and this is what you should do to make better coffee. Throws it off the counter into a trash can and pulls out. I think he pulls out like a Chemex mm. and, and like a gooseneck kettle. And I was like, what is this? And so then I, <laughs> I <laughs> immediately throws the Keurig away. in the trash I can. <laughs> imme- no, I did not throw the Keurig away. It's my, it was my, it was my mom's. So I couldn't. And so, um, but, but I immediately was like, okay, what, what's a Chemex? Looked up Chemex, peak COVID $70 for a Chemex. <laughs> I said, nope. <laughs> and so, uh, so I went to, I remember I went to TJ Maxx and I, I found a French press just sitting on the shelf and it was like $5, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, so then I started looking into French press and like you looked up a French press recipe James Hoffman, first introduction to James Hoffman is French press. And so started doing that, started ordering coffee online through, um, th- uh, it was just 
Uh, it was um, like trade. It, no, it was grounds and hounds. Oh, yeah, grounds and hounds. My dad found the company, and it was uh, um, not founded, but found, like found online. It, it's a company that every a lot of their proceeds go to animal shelters, mm. uh, which is super cool. And they had some they had some decent coffee. I got like their just like blend, like their whatever their normal blend was, and um. Tried it, started brewing it on French press, and I was like, oh, this is super strong. Like, I like this. This is nice. I also bought a blade grinder, too. Um, so everything was whole bean. Um, and so, yeah. And this is that. Okay, so now now I'm in college. At, I'm working at this place, Baristas. Um, this place wholesales from Caldi's, which is a roastery in St. Louis. I think everybody knows Caldi's. Big. Um, pretty big. Big. Corporate. Big corporate but, now. But local to St. Louis. Yeah, local to St. Louis. Um, they're made up of five corporations now, which is weird. Learn that yesterday um and so yeah and then baristas so i worked there for my freshman year entire freshman year the end of my freshman year we get the news that baristas is being sold to the guy that owns the groundabout Groundabout. bob the groundabout and so i actually leave i have to go home for the summer i because i don't have a place to stay dorms are not available in the summer hang on uh, man, oh. there's no way you did it that close <laughs> to the microphone. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, we got to keep it real. Uh, and, and so, so people have to know, Caleb. So, <laughs> people, people have to know <laughs> that I don't care. Uh, no, anyway, so um, I go crazy. home and I apply for Starbucks. No, because again, <laughs> man. <laughs> so Starbucks comes up again, and yeah, and so. So I, I go home and I'm like, I, I got to work in coffee. I got to keep working in coffee. Where's the one place I haven't worked? Starbucks. Starbucks. And sure enough, uh, I get an interview third, the next third day. Third time's a charm. There it is. Yeah. Next day I get an interview. And this is a different uh, Starbucks location than the, the one that yeah, I was applying your, for. It's not your no longer friend anymore. That's yeah. No, no, that no, guy no, got no, no. And so this one's uh, – um, and, and I get into the interview and, and I, I bring my resume like, I, like it's really not that serious, but I just wanted to show them that like I have coffee experience and I'm not to be messed with. No, like that's I'm, I'm not, not I'm not, not screwing around, around here. Dude. All right, and so I, she looks at my resume and she's like, "Why are you here?" And I was like, "Well, I work at this place at school, but I'm home for the summer." She was like, "You just want to work here for a few months?" And she, I was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't want to work here at all, really." But she was like, she, <laughs> "You she, said that?" Yes, I said, that's "I really don't want to work here at all." I said, "I love coffee and what Starbucks does I to really coffee." I really don't want to work here it. at all. You're and hired. She was like, and she literally, she was like, she was like, "You're hired." And she said, she said, um, "Here's your your partner package, which is what you get mm-hmm. whenever you get hired. You get your apron, like a hat, and um, that you all have to give back." I had to give everything back. I was so mad. I wanted the hat so bad. Um, and, and anyways, you get some other stuff, some coupons. Uh, and then there was, a, there was an unicorn orientation. Lo- unicorn frappuccinos. Yeah. No, no, no. I was not making those. Those were not on the menu anymore. It was, uh, the caramel crunch, the oh, caramel ribbon crunch fire, wrap fire, came out. Man. Gas. It's... Absolutely fire. <laughs> but God, I did not stop making them. No. Anyways, there was like this orientation, like PowerPoint and she opened it on her computer and was like, you don't need this. And said, she said, Shout you, out that she manager, said, yeah, though. she said, she said, can you start tomorrow? And I was like, yeah. And so I started that next day, wow. 430 in the morning. It was rough. Yeah. It was really rough. That's it was 430 to three. Ugh. That's how, that's how wow, long that shift man. was. Yeah, it was, it was terrible. So your first day you're working, what, nine, 10 hours? Something like that. Yeah. 
it was, was awful. eleven. I don't yeah, know. The, sorry, I was there. I was there at four thirty. Like a long it, time. Literally, like, and, and it's also it's one of those moments of like walking in when you first get hired and people are like, "Why are you here?" And yeah. I'm like, "You have to be like, I I, I work are, here. I'm a you're training me." Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, oh, okay." And I'm like, "Yeah, you so could anyways, be a random person. You could just show up." Literally. So I so summer's over. I go back to school. Um, hated hated my life at Starbucks. Um, go back to school, and it's no longer baristas. Same people still work there. It's the ground about now. It's their second location. And then, long story short, I get hired back at this place, the ground about, because they— Yeah, dude has to get hired back. Yeah, they pro- well, they promised me my position whenever I got back. And when I got there, they were like, who are you? And then shout out to freaking Parker and Diami and, uh, and and Emily and Mar, too. They, they were like, no, please, we need this guy back. Like, we, we loved having him around. I remember the great. first time you came in for, like, coffee or something, and I was like, who is that guy? Oh, that's Caleb. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. Oh, really, no, you like you like walk out the door. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, I, well, because I, I talked with Jared. Uh-huh. Remember, and I, I was I was talking with the manager at the time, Jared, and was like, "Do I have a job here?" And he was like, "I don't know you." And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, no, you do." We talked before I left for the summer, and so that's when I was like, "I'll be back." <laughs> and, and so, anyways, I got get hired back. Uh, me and Lewis worked together. Um, I was in the kitchen. I was, was in, the, in the, kitchen the kitchen at this time. And so so you brought up that story about the Chemex, though, and I forgot that you had called back. Because I remember we had the conversation about, yeah, they're like 50 bucks on line right now. Like, you really can't get them anywhere. Um, and that was right. You couldn't. Like, you, Chemex filters were $55 mm-hmm. on Amazon. What? To and, buy a Chemex? And it was 70, like in three months. I bought my Chemex from baristas whenever I worked there my freshman year. Um, that's where I got it from, too. Um, just cause they had them and they were like $20 yeah. it's score, no filters. No. So Chemex, if, figure it if, out. Chemex, if you hear this in your, in your, in your boxes, put some filters in just, there. Just like, just like 20, just fi- five, five. Can we do five? Five will do. Five, five, will do. Do. The, five is enough for them to know if they like it or not. Yeah. Right. And so, so anyways, me and Lewis start, um, uh, wait, 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 keep talking about your school and school. then we'll go oh, into shit. Yeah. Shoot. Uh, yeah. So. Um, so came in as a musical theater major, um, my first semester junior year. So this is almost, this is two and a half years in, I changed my major. I'm like, screw it. I don't want to do it anymore. I got really burnt out. I was cast. So it, it was actually a really good problem to have. Um, I was cast every semester, which is great, um, as supporting roles and lead roles every time, which is fantastic. But I was so burnt out. Like, once you take an art and you do it for a career, it, it, you really have to love it. And, and going to college for it will show you if you love it or not. And so um, I just decided it wasn't for me, and I really wanted something stable, and I loved coffee. Um, at this point, I'm super into coffee, have a whole setup at home. I'm realizing that I, I care more about showing up to work at this cafe than I do showing up to class. And during this time, I I had me and Caleb. We'll get into this a little bit yeah. later, but we start talking. Obviously, yeah. So we a start more. talking more. And, and, and I just changed my major to go into coffee. And I'm like, dude, man, this this is this is the way. This, this is, is the way. <laughs> <laughs> this dude had no idea what he wanted to do. And and uh, but like, yeah, Lewis was a big a big part of like me changing my major because I was like, I don't want to do it anymore. And he was like, then don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about like me as a per- like do what you love. And, and and that's the key. You know, you see all these different things. It's like, you know, how do you get through life 
you know, it's do what you love, do what you're passionate about. And that leads to not getting burnt out. That that leads to not treating your, your job like a job. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. And like only being there because you'll get a paycheck. Exactly. And yeah. regardless, I don't, truly don't care in the future. Don't care how much money I make, but yeah, that, no. I, I'm completely okay with that because I'm going to do what I, what I enjoy. You know, it's like, right. As long as you understand, especially in service industry that you know that there's very little chance that you're going to make a lot of money. As long as you know that and you're okay with that and you're like, that doesn't matter. I love what I do. You're fine. You're mm-hmm. set. Anyway, uh, Caleb changing his major. Uh, yeah. Change my major, um, to corporate communications. I, I told my advisor, I said, I need a degree that I can still finish within the four years. So I'm two years in. So I only have, uh, not even a full two years left. And I end up doing corporate communications. I told her if we can't find a small enough degree, I'm just going to drop out. That I'm not finishing my theater degree alone. Like I, I want something else. We found this small corporate communications degree. It's a degree that makes you have a minor because it's so small. And uh, so I ended up keeping all of my theater credits and putting it on the BA theater instead of the BFA musical theater degree. And it like knocked out the whole degree. Mm-hmm. And then... I just worked on corporate communications with a and, a and a minor in marketing management, um, and that's what I've been doing. And I'm still I'll be graduating in May, which is the targeted yeah, date insane. from the beginning. Like it's crazy. Still um, on time. Still taking 18 credit hours this last semester, but it'll be all right. It'll be all right because I've been I've been doing 21 to 18 credit hours mm-hmm. every semester I've been here. Like it's nothing new. Um, and then, yeah, so that's that's where I'm at now. So, oh, and so now I, I still work with the Groundabout. I'm now our, um, I I, I want to say head roaster, but I'm the only roaster. So, like. <laughs> just me, man. It's just, literally just <laughs> I'm me. I'm the head. So, <laughs> I'm the, uh, uh, I lead myself. Like, like I'm that's it. So, lead, yeah. so I'm I'm our roaster. I, uh, I manage the location that I started working at. Um, it's, it's our busiest location and we're open seven days a week. We're the only one that is open seven days a little week. Little flex. Yep. Keep going. Uh, small flex. And then, uh, um, it's your time, man. And, <laughs> um, and then I do our wholesale and production management as well. So basically anything coffee, like that's kind of my, my lead, like my charge. Like I roast all of our stuff. I decide what releases are coming out. Um, any new bag products, design, bag design, bag label design, a little bit of everything. Training. Training. Yeah. Barista training everything yeah i mean i I really do have a hand in a lot there so it's fun keep going yeah i'll keep no i'll stop (laughs) that's it (laughs) i I do i do love my job a lot and and it's been a lot of fun but yeah that's what i do now and yeah and then and so now we'll go into how me and lewis all the way back yeah now we're we're circling back so now we're in the present we're we're doing donuts here uh you know what me and caleb both do and and kind of our our lives in school yeah um yeah, let's get back into the groundabout. So I worked there my sophomore year. Um, two years ago now? Yeah, it's two years ago now. Yeah, it was and, my sophomore year too, yeah. Um, I start in the kitchen. That's the uh-huh. only place that they're hiring. Um, I work in the kitchen till for a couple months, all of summer. So June, July, August, Caleb gets back. You didn't work right away. It was it was not September. until September, yeah. Yeah. And um, they didn't, we're so continuing they, to do this. Yeah, they hired me and then... There was a lot of back and forth with messaging of like, we can't put you on the schedule. I don't know if we're going to be able to hire you. And I'm like, no, you will. Like, you promised me. I trust Like you promised me. And which, which looking back on it now, like they literally could have just let me go and said nothing because yeah. they, a promise doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like 
you I was I was gone all summer. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Anyways, yeah. Um and during this time, uh, I'm also doing my thing, but I'm a part-time student. Again, my first two years of school are That's all great. over the place. Yeah. And so I'm a part-time student, so I'm only, taking, I'm only taking 10 hours. Dude, this is a whole, <laughs> this is a whole thing. Uh, I'm only taking 10 hours at school, and, so, and I, want, I want to work that barista position so bad. And um, so I'm just like, any, any shift I get, I'm like, yes, put me on, put me on, put me on. Um, and so during this time I'm working, and this was also during the time of like the kitchen people doing more than, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just me and Diami back there. Yeah. It was you and Diami. And, and doing that man's lot. doing like 50 hours a week yeah. in a position that he should not be doing that. No. Um, a different time. Different, different time. time. And for everybody that isn't, um, doesn't know what the ground about it, it's, it's small. And especially the location that we're in is yeah. not made to be yeah, so a it's big like, it's a cafe. His, yeah, it's his in a it's inside of a historic hotel building, which is now like office spaces, and so it's on the corner of the bottom floor, and so it, so you can kind of imagine it literally like the it is the corner. Yeah, of the it's building. it's shaped as an L. Yeah, yeah, the the whole restaurant like you enter in. From think you enter in from top of the L right, and then you go down the bar. And then at the end of the bar, you finish the L. Yeah. You take so you the left. Take your right angle. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so getting into Caleb starts working. He's on the bar. I'm in the kitchen. We're messing around. Uh, let's get into October of that. Wait, year. wait, hold on, hold on. How? When I came in, what were you thinking? Because like I was just like, first of all, I thought you were like 25. <laughs> <laughs> I, I dude i thought i did not think you were my age whatsoever and it was like your birthday's in october and so that's when i've realized like oh wait dude you just i'm older than you yeah that's the first because we had that conversation you were like yeah i'm turning yeah two. for those who don't i mean obviously you can't see us like i i do look older for my age and yes, at the time yeah. it was it was rough i i was my my body was changing in ways i couldn't imagine <laughs> like it was happening and and i looked a lot older and and now i i feel like now i look i look my age you look your like age. when i say maybe, I'm 22, maybe a little older maybe but still you, do, older, you still but yeah. do have a young face yeah baby baby face uh, um so but but what i'm saying is like what were you thinking like when, when i just came, came back and I'm just automatically on the bar, knowing that, like, because I didn't even know that you were interested in coffee yeah. at the time. I mean, there's no, there was no beef. Not, not once was I like, who is this kid, and why <laughs> does he get the position that I've been asking for? No, uh, especially you know me getting hired there and not knowing the past or whatever. I was like, yeah, this is, you know, this was your job. This is your job. Yes, so you yeah. got your position. You know what I'm saying? So okay, there was no beef. There was no nothing. Um, I was, you know. I mean, just like regular dude thinking, another guy starts working there. You're like, all right, who is this guy? Like, yeah. Uh, but nothing, you know, all our conversations were cool, but, you know, both of us, I feel like, aren't really outgoing in ways. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I don't open up to people right away. Oh, yeah. And I don't... especially during this time, like, I did not, I was not myself. Yeah. I, I think I, I do open up to people pretty easily, but not. Not that quick, yeah. especially at work. I'm yeah. a, I'm a completely different individual yeah. at work, uh, and so in it's it's also hard to like not be outgoing, especially with the people that we're working with, like Hunter and Diami, and like uh, some of the most energetic you, people. You really I've have ever to. Met. You, it's like it's so hard to not be goofy and be. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like you can't just keep. You can't to take yourself. it seriously. No, no. 
and not that we didn't take work serious, but in in a way it didn't of feel like, like work. It was just we yeah. we showed up. You we, just you would go and hang out with your friends. Yeah, we were going to hang out and wash some dishes and leave. But um, but yeah. So so my first impressions with Caleb are nothing nothing insane. So, uh, yeah. I uh I was like, you like coffee, um, I I because at this time we weren't bringing coffee into no. work. Uh, so the first, it, so I, I while I don't remember, I the only I only remember specific. It was two. clear. It was it was just work relation. Like it was just we weren't like trying to be each other's friends. We were just no. like yes, this is literally just work small talk. Yes, like we were like I remember asking him like because when I came back I was like who is this guy who is this guy like I I I and it's funny people are gonna hear this and, and be like okay well they know each other because you came in and we talked on the phone but I had I did not remember him as the guy that bought the Chemex. That is not, I had no idea who this guy was. So completely new person. Um, when I see him and I'm like, who is this guy? How did he get a job here? And then how are they going to hire him when I literally was <laughs> like promised my job back? Anyway, it, so I, I did have beef. It wasn't with Lewis. It was with the management at the time, but I had to scope you out. I was like, who is this guy? And so I remember we started talking and like, just asking you like, questions like what are you doing you're like i'm in school and i'm like me too i do theater and then i think i literally just started talking about destiny the game oh yeah because during this time i was i was playing esports for the school oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was on the esports i forgot yeah i forgot you did that sophomore year yeah the 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 fall i was on the esports team i was doing that at this time yeah that's crazy what were you playing uh rainbow six siege okay again during this time guys all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> he's a freaking esport athlete pro, and he's also working at a coffee shop, and not doing has, school, but like still doing school. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I remember, like, what, like maybe like the one or two classes you were taking, they scheduled you. Yeah, <laughs> in one the of manager them, would said, just nah. I, like he had my schedule, and I, <laughs> he would he just scheduled me on the days I had class. I'd be like, yeah, I have class, and he said, oh. My bad. <laughs> what happened again? Di- yeah, Diami, work it. No, work but this like, man's sixty. Yeah, hours this man's already working. Yeah, so I was put in a really bad position because it's like, first of all, I want shifts. You know, money's nice. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. especially being in college, and also showing the manager like, I want to be here. I want to be on the bar. You know, like, yeah, I'm trying to get in his good, good. I, I don't yeah, know, you're trying like, to be on his good side. Yeah. Good side. Yeah, and trying, uh, yeah. I also, you know, I was. Close with Diami, and so it was like I don't want this man to work sixty hours a week. No, like, so no. it's like yeah, I'll take it. Like I'm gonna give. And Diami at this time is going through a lot, a lot. and yes. asking this man to work when he's already working every other day and gets one day off a week. Mm-hmm. So that crazy. I'm just like yeah, yeah, I can work. So yeah, wait, yeah. I'm I'm picking up shifts. Um, and so let's let's talk about October. October is a good good month for us. So October specifically. And so during this time, Fellow Drops starts. Oh, so was this the beginning of I, Fellow Drops? I think so. That like f- period, like the like Fellow Drops itself, not just you signing on to it. Yes. Okay. I don't know how I found it. It must have been an Instagram because ad. no, I think because that summer, I I got for my birthday, I got a a kettle a kettle yes. Um, I got an EKG, and I also got the Ode. I bought both of them. Oh, nice! I bought the Ode. So a little fellow fanboy. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, man. How can you? How can you not? From the be? outside, from not doing any research, just That's was true. like, just like, pulled the trigger. You, on yeah, fellow. whenever you look up like coffee grinder, 
first thing pops up fellow owed that's the one you buy like yeah. uh and you know i'm not even going to go into like my review on the fellow owed but uh it's it's a tank it really tank. is it's a tank the first model was just frustrating about the grind size but i think everyone knows that um, yeah and especially you know like wanting to get my foot into the door of specialty coffee and i can't do a proper v60 was really frustrating yeah um but anyway so the fall getting into fellow drops they're texting me a coffee every single week the only one of the only reasons why i signed up for fellow drops every single roaster that they dropped i would follow on instagram i was just oh, like so you're just I'm building just, your i'm just yeah. building i'm just like who 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 should i buy who from? is doing things in the industry exactly like you're, okay and so this is my like you know just scoping things out getting you know getting information so, so you're thinking like okay Whoever I get texted to buy this coffee has got to be somebody exactly. in the industry. Exactly. And I'm going to follow them. One, okay. of the, one of their first coffees was a black and white yes. Ethiopia. Oh. <clears throat> Wait. Ethiopia or? It is, we're not getting there yet. Oh, okay. But this is why I followed them. Heard. And so I ordered one of their coffees. It was a cold brew blend they dropped for the summer. That's the first coffee. And I bought a Peru because I'm in love with the, the Peru from Picasso's. Okay. Um, and this, these aren't even like fruity Perus. At at this time, I was against, I was not like against, fruit notes, but fruit notes scared me. Yeah, it's intimidating. It's like yeah, and and so I'm just on my kind of like basic coffee grind, and so I buy these two coffees from Brandywine. Um, I make cold brew. Wait, Brandywine or black and white? I bought. Wait, where am I? Brandywine. Okay. That was my first time ever ordering for Brandywine. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. So what was the – f- did you buy the first fellow Brandywine drop? Brandywine was – no, I did not. But you saw them. But I saw them and followed them Heard. and then would look at their websites. And it was Brandywine. Yeah. Black Sorry, white. that was like all over the place. No, you're good. You're it was Brandywine. Okay. So, so but I see, followed Black and White. You followed Black and White. You <laughs> see Brandywine pop up. You go to their website. Yes. You don't order from fellow I, drops. I did not do the fellow drops yet. Gotcha. It was okay. so scary. We're back on track. Um, And – Bought from Brandywine. The next, I'm like, okay, I got to try someone new next. Mm-hmm. And um, I tried Onyx. I bought, I got the the start, like there's... The starter, yeah, the taster pack. The taster pack. Yeah, yeah. I got six different coffees. Which, what are they? What, it's like, it's like... It's it's three blends and three single origins. Tropical weather. So I got geometry. S- geometry. Uh, And the eclipse or whatever. The um, darker one. Yes, I, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. I, they, yes. No, yeah. they didn't even send me tropical weather. It they was didn't. geometry. No, it was geometry. The they're like espresso cold brew blend, and the darker one. The blend. Well, what about southern weather? Did you get that one? Nope. Huh? What the fuck did they send you? What, wait, the cold brew blend? Yeah. Like just just cold brew? Yeah. And then three single origins. Yes, and I think it was like a a Kenya and two other coffees. Gotcha. I can't even really honestly kind of a steal maybe it like that what no it was it was awesome and like getting onyx's packaging back then i was like dude this is insane they they were above they they, it still is their packaging still it's still it's the same but it's worked and And, and now i do think dude i still have like what they sent me like i still i'm pretty sure that might be the the advent calendar but oh yeah yeah um it's it's wonderful yeah once you once you get your first onyx box like you're just like wow Mm mm-hmm their presentation is fantastic. Yeah, look yeah. at – I mean, just – if you've never heard of Onyx, look up 
their advent calendar because I think this year that packaging is just insane. It was incredible. The full yeah, like the storybook the, yes, opening. Dude, yeah. That's anyway. Um, so I'm at this time I'm just trying getting into specialty coffee. Mm-hmm. Just trying trying new stuff. And in October I order after Onyx. I'm like, okay, I'm following this black and white. I'm gonna look at their website. And so working at the coffee place, I'm starting to go down to the bar a little bit more. So I asking them about coffee, asking them about the best coffee ever that they've ever had. Yeah. And so and, and also at the time, it's important to note, like, so working with the, the people that were working then, it, being on the bar was a big deal. It's not like it is now because mm-hmm. so being the manager of the place that it is now, like I we, we put anybody on the bar like we think everybody can learn bar skills like it's not it's not this gate kept thing anymore. That's Whereas it, yeah. at the time, That's it was point. there was two people that worked the bar two, people. maybe three, maybe, th- maybe three. And I think it was I was the third. And I only worked at some – I really wasn't there a lot. And so at the time, the people that worked there, it was like those were the people on the bar, and you had to respect them. Yeah, and like I had to ask. Not, if I wanted a drink, can I can I go down to the bar and make a drink? Do you care? You have Is to that ask, okay? yeah. You could not – even though you worked there, you could not just walk down. Yeah, it, it was a different time, yeah. Uh, and so anyway – yeah, yeah I'm I, talking, I, I, I I'm say that just to, to say, like you said, you went down to the yeah. bar, and that was crazy at the time. Yeah, yeah, that's. I would think that's a great point. And uh, I asked Hunter, which was one of our friends that worked there, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Hey, man, like I've heard of this. What is, what is, what is Geisha?" And he's like, "Dude, it's the best coffee I've ever had." He's like, "Because <laughs> I guess Caldi's had one. Or Caldi's brought one down. May, maybe." And he's they, like, they "I might tried have it. Brought one he down. was like, "I've tried it once." Wow. And he was, like, talking about it, and I was like, oh, because I saw black well, and white. Well, he might have actually – so at the time at Baristas, they used to get sent up to mm-hmm. Caldi's to go train. Maybe it was that. So maybe they maybe he tasted it. But anyway, it he was like, yeah, I've only had it once. And I asked wow. someone else, and they're like – they were like – they've, like, praised it a little bit, but it wasn't anything crazy. Yeah. And I saw black and white had one, and it was like $35 for a 12-ounce bag. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Which, you know, for a 12-ounce bag of Geisha, $35. Looking at it now? Yeah great price looking at it then i was like holy what? crap yeah you know because when you're yeah anyway well, yeah when you're first getting into coffee it like it looks expensive and and it's like it's like well, it is i mean 35 but like realistically understanding the the you know the importing the fees yes and C-C the market chain value, of, all stuff like yeah that. yeah and so i buy a cinnamon anaerobic coffee Yes. I'm really stepping out of my box here. <laughs> I buy Just a cinnamon and aerobic coffee, and I buy a Pablo Guerrero Geisha natural. Yeah, and yeah. to this day, most definitely, it's you know I've tried a lot of coffee, so it's it's top ten. A but like lot of that was the coffee that it sparked me and Caleb's friendship. And see, so yeah, so the the story with this coffee, he brings it in, and I don't even know what I said. It was something really smart and stupid. Um, he was on the bar brewing something. I'm like, what are you doing down there? Like, what are you brewing or something? And he was like, oh, it's this coffee. And I, so I look at the bag and I'm like, mm, what is this? Because I think I know everything at the time, uh, because we're trained by Caldi's and now we're a different. Now we now we roast our own stuff. So who are you to come in? And so it was really dumb. And so I I took a sip from this this V60 brew that he did of this Pablo Guerrero Geisha. 
and I bought the bag. He's like, what is this? I Who's literally this said, what is this? Who is this from? What's their website? And I, I bought a bag he, right there. In that moment, in the 15 seconds after trying it, Caleb <laughs> yeah, bought a bag. Like, like literally took the first sip, set the cup down, picked up my phone and ordered a bag. And I you did, did not... like, you did one of those like, what? I literally what? went, what? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like, I didn't know. I didn't, I, I had no words uh-huh. for what, I, what we were tasting. I mean, we were tasting, it was like it was, raspberries. It was and... brown sugar, so sweet. Like, incredible, like, mind-changing to us in this moment. Mind-altering yes. moment. Like, it was crazy. And I, I brewed it in my house for the first time, and I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. But we always just had better brews at work. And we had, it was on a, a Barraza Encore. Yeah. That has been there for like two years. Years. Yeah. And off of, what is it, Kalita's? Like just yeah, we Kalita's? were just using Kalita Waves at the time. And we didn't, this is before we knew, like, really understood ratios. Yeah. And every single and, time and we're just like Googling Kalita Wave Westby. 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 <laughs> Kalita Wave Westby's recipe. And specifically Onyx's. We used Onyx. A yeah. Lot. That was pretty much the first one. Uh, shout out Alika. That was also like a lot. That was like the only thing available too. Yeah. Like they're like during James... this time, it's just like random blog posts. Yeah, and like one of the blog posts on. I remember because because the the Kalita Wave recipe, like yeah, it was in Onyx's videos, but it wasn't on their website. And or each coffee would change the recipe. Yeah, it was a blog that they had, and we it was it was it was with Baratza. It would tell it would tell you the grind size on the yes. website. Yes. And that because, was really important because for us. we had no clue. I didn't know what, what grind size was. Couldn't tell you. I just knew espresso and batch brew. Like I knew that this grinder up here was for our batch brew, and this one is what we use for our espresso. Exactly. But I didn't know. Like, yeah, I just didn't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There was so much. Anyway, that's the that's the coffee that, and and during this time, I'm like, you know, just reading off the websites of what processing is and trying to understand the base of you know natural and like explaining that to people and like yeah. understanding what variety is and what geisha is. I specifically remember I would always, every time I had a new coffee, I'd read about the coffee and I would find a way on shift to insert that information into conversation and tell somebody about this coffee. Mm-hmm. And it never failed. Like somebody would come in and start talking and somehow, some way I would direct the conversation to coffee and tell them all about this new processing method I've learned and this new coffee. And just, just because I want, I knew if I, if I regurgitated it correct, I would know it, it would mm-hmm. stick. And so I would do that all the time. Yeah. People didn't care, but I, I just wanted to talk. Like yeah. I wanted to talk about coffee. And we would find like the rare person that actually cared. And sometimes that would yeah, come in. It but... was very, very rare. Like uh, remember Micah, yeah. Micah, this guy, he, he would travel, his wife's from Columbia and he would always chop Costa Rica. I can't remember. I think it was I Costa really Rica. Um, anyway, this guy came in. Yeah, so he came in and, and basically was like, yeah, my wife's from Costa Rica. We actually go down there. And when he goes down there, he buys like five pounds, ten pounds of beans um, and brings them back. And he brought us some coffee in in like a Ziploc bag. This and is we like, brewed it. This is like a year. More time has passed. Yeah, like like maybe six months Yeah, we meet this guy. And so so basically – we brew it, and it was actually pretty good. But, like, finding those people, we were really good about, yeah. like, just getting into conversations. And people <clears> were like, oh, yeah, well, I actually brew coffee at home. And it's like, well, oh, okay. thank thank God you're here. We literally would be like, people would buy pour-overs. This is really bad to admit. People would come in. They would ask for a pour-over. It, but you had to you had to analyze them. So, yes. so, yeah. so I finally am getting shifts on the bar. Um, and I get a spot, and now – now me and Caleb are the regular bar people. 
um one of the one of the one of the person that had the shift she uh she had left. to leave yeah she left yeah. and um so i slide in i'm like this is my time this is what i've been waiting it's time for to shine and so me and caleb start working together and we start becoming the normal bar guys like we worked every weekend together um during mm-hmm. this two winter break later that year we stay back and we're working every single day like yeah i, I was we, living we in the dorm like, by we myself like yeah. 40 or 45 hours yeah the week of yeah. Christmas and and weeks after till school started. Anyway. And we were the only people on bar. It was and just us. During this time, I bought the advent calendar from Onyx. And every single day, we're trying yes, a new coffee. Yes. And I have a lot of extra coffee because even though it doesn't, 50 grams doesn't feel like that much. It's it's a lot. Yeah. And I was we were also buying coffee on the side anyway. Like, this, yeah. is, this is when me and Caleb are getting into everything. But it's also... You know, we think we know everything so, just because we and, know. And then also circling back, this is a, like full circle moment here. The month after we had that Pablo Guerrero Geisha, black and white dropped Geisha Clouds. Yeah. And I bought it and we tried it. Mm-hmm. And now we're trying it again and it's completely different. Like yeah. this, I mean, obviously it's different, different roaster, different process, but like we, there's so much more knowledge and we're able to pick up so much more. Mm. Like, I, I would love to taste that Pablo Guerrero Geisha now. Yeah. Like that I still like we still talk about that coffee to this day. Obviously we're talking about it now, but like in from random black conversation white, yeah. from black and white, that it specific would, it would coffee. It would be great to try. We we're like, man, I wish I had that one again. It still to this day is probably one of my top three, I would say. I would yeah, just what I would do to try it again. But and, you know, you're never gonna have that. No, yeah, that's that's coffee. Uh but um at this time it's in December, we're working a lot. Uh what were you talking about, man? I'm lost. Give me a map. A map. Uh, basically. Um, oh, we're talking about. Yeah. So yeah. we had all this extra coffee. Me and Caleb were both working at the bar. Someone would come in and and order a pour over. And we're like, okay, does this guy. Do we think we should. Did he ask about the origin? Did he ask about. Did, did, is he, did he ask for All origin? someone had to do was ask, what do you have for pour over? When they would ask for just a pour over and it seemed like they didn't care, we'd brew the stuff that we had. Because so roundabout, we roast at the time they were roasting their own stuff. It wasn't me roasting; it was the owner, the owner or one of his or one of his that guy buddies. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, Cody, I think his name. Oh. Anyway, so they were roasting, and and uh, I feel like I feel like I can say this now because we, we've had open conversations about this. It wasn't great. The roasting was not great, and and Bob will tell you he literally from his mouth. He's a one trick pony on the roaster he roast every coffee the same and and it was just to get coffee in the shops like they weren't at a point as a company where they could really it, focus the market of cape Girardeau doesn't doesn't care. care they do not care about specialty coffee and so it was it was cool to have a, like a company that was roasting their own stuff like that was the best part and but but for us it was frustrating because you know we're 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 new to this industry we're really really in, invested mm-hmm. and and we wanted to push forward, but at the time we didn't yeah. understand the that, that boundaries. Well, we didn't understand boundaries. We also didn't understand that like the market where of co- Cape Girardeau, the market of co- uh, of coffee too. Yes, like and you can't just, just the entire supply chain in general. Yes, exactly. The entire supply. It's not as simple as just oh, but buy this Pablo Guerrero yeah. Geisha. That was probably like a ten dollar per pound coffee. Like yeah. we can't do that. No. Um, and so we just had no idea. And but we were like, please roast something like this. Like do something else. And and we would. So it was all, really frustrating at the time for yeah, us. Yeah, all someone had to do though was ask, "What do you guys have on pour over?" Yeah. And we'd go, we'd look at each other and be like, "All right, this is the guy, this is it." And we'd be like, "All right, 
let me level with you. <laughs> yeah, got, he'd come over for it. We'd be like, your pour over's ready. And then we'd say like, but this isn't our <laughs> coffee. <laughs> yeah, we, we'd be like, we got you. And then they they would go, and then we'd be like, like, like Dan. Yeah, first of all, we, we weren't charging these people. Like, we would charge them for the groundabout pour over, but then give them our coffee. Yeah, we would pull our coffee out of our bags. We would like, I mean, we'd have like. But like, we don't, care. We, don't, we, yeah, we didn't care. we didn't care. Yeah, I mean, we'd have like tropical weather. I'd have like tropical weather in my bag. It was bag. just random. I'd stuff, pull it yeah, out. Man. I'd brew it for him. It was not. It was not our coffee that we should have been selling because we're like we roast. We we're a roasting yeah. company. Like we roast our own stuff. But we, people would come up to the bar to pick up their drinks and be like, "So actually, I know you this ordered a pour this over. Is. This is what we have right now. But I brought this stuff in because I'm not a fan of." are roasting like that's literally what like yeah. it was crazy it's Which, like well it, if I someone mean, if i were if, if an enthusiast like if someone was doing that now for like yeah i'd be pissed yes but, but different time but different time <laughs> and you know we just felt bad for the people that actually you know are ordering a pour over to taste the coffee yes to us our batch brew was better than the pour overs yeah they, and, and they wanted it's we felt bad for the people that wanted specialty coffee that were coming in and were like asking about things and we could tell, like, okay, this person drinks coffee at home. This person kind of knows what they're yeah. talking about. They're a little more interested in it than just your average Starbucks run every day, right? And and also, you know, at this time, we would dial in coffee in the morning. And the way we, we – this is kind of bad. The way we did it was this isn't as bad as it was. Yeah. This is, drink, this is kind of drinkable. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't, you know, like searching for sweetness, searching for – you know, we we're just like, trying to make it better. We were just in, trying in, to make in it whatever better. that was. Um, yeah, we would we would dial in the espresso every morning, and we would just be like, "Uh, this is awful, but it tastes better than yesterday," and that's it. That's all we could do. And that was just because the roasting wasn't wasn't where it is now, where it's like I I track all of our curves and everything. So there's there's a lot more. No, we and it's later. insane what Caleb has done. It's uh, well, yeah. We, we I'm gonna I'm gonna buff his ego a little bit, but no. anyway, uh, we're making pour overs for people that come in. With uh, random coffee, different, different coffee. Not, th- not what they ordered. Not what they think they're getting. But, but we were seeing good results though. Like people were like, "Oh my god, this is amazing." Mm-hmm. So then we're also seeing that, like, okay, we're brewing right. Like yeah. our brewing methods are better. People are liking it. It's not just us liking it. That was solid. And so we're, through that, we're just trying to learn more about like serving people specialty coffee mm-hmm. and what people want. And falling in love with that, you know, like as a. Hopefully, you know, most people who are listening to this podcast have been in the industry, but the the moment that you give someone specialty coffee that has never had it before and like having that realization like me and Caleb had with that Pablo Guerrero, like uh, this is what, just, wait, uh, are you, this isn't tea, what? this isn't flavored, like that, that question, is this flavored? I love that question. It's when like, people no, ask man. that and they're like, I'm like, no. And they're like, what? This tastes like blueberries. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Exactly. That's the point, you know, and and having that as a barista and having that, you know, at your at your place is is awesome to see. It it almost and and, and honestly it, it it's almost a drug in the way that you you seek it out every and day. And it's just like inter- you want it. it like introducing people into specialty coffee. Like this is what coffee can be. Yeah. And this is what honestly it should be. Sourcing responsibly, roasting, you know, to better the coffee. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so it's like the whole side of specialty coffee, introducing people into specialty coffee. Right. And I, th- and I think that's that's also where we're at now is like we – so in creating this podcast specifically, 
we are thinking back yeah, let's to stop, let's stop rambling a little to bit. that time. No, no, no. I I think the rambling. I I liked rambling. Anyway, this is yeah. We're, that was just kind of like me and Caleb's. Full, yeah, that's how we met, and that's that's our history. Yeah. And and I during this time, uh, about almost a full year after working at the Grindabout, um, I just I can't give work all my time. I start I start running. I start getting into a school. Um, you know, I, I changed my major to ag business, and uh, I start running. I start, and then you're you're taking, a walk on I, yeah, I start, on the track team. I start taking track. Do you want athlete over here? Uh, and I got the opportunity to walk on to CMOS cross country, which is very hard team. to do. That's very hard to walk on to track because you didn't you didn't do. I didn't I didn't run in high school. Exactly. I started running um, that that sophomore year, it's taking insane. it serious. Um, and yeah, like honestly, like when me and Caleb first met, I was running. You know, like just like thirty, forty miles a week, and getting my mileage up, running after work, it sucked. But like, yeah. it, it's really hard to run and work and Which, coffee. It's also just hard to be a college athlete, period, and yeah. then have a life outside it's, of it's it. It's really like, hard. You kind of dedicate your life to the school for these four years, and just I, just working, are, working and are... doing school is hard. Working, yes, doing yeah. athletics, and I mean, you know, with with yeah, theater. I, I mean, I'm a full time. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, with theater. Yeah. I mean, I with mean, theater, like working, doing school, and doing theater. Yeah, like, that's very hard. Like full time work, and then full time school, and then at night, there was no break. Like, yeah, I was in rehearsals. So it's you know, you yeah. are always your life is committed to other things, and then work on top of that is really hard. And so, uh, with the groundabout, I had to, you know, I, they're asking me for hours. I'm not motivated at work at all, just because I'm tired. Uh, we're also under also, we're under new management now at yes, this point yeah yes and um yeah i also just wasn't there as a a worker in general like for my mindset as a worker had changed i was i was being lazy i was i was getting frustrated um and just not being what i should be you know what there's, i'm saying there's like, also a very specific moment where i knew you you kind of it, it wasn't that you checked out cuz you you still cared for coffee you just couldn't work because it like you could not have a job and do track at the same time. Like th- those are the facts. Um, yeah, or you couldn't have this specific job because you needed to be at practice at six a.m. or doing your runs at six a.m. and our shifts start at six thirty. Like yeah. that's it's, it's just like, it was impossible. I, I, yeah, but Doing, there was a yeah. there was a specific moment that I remember. Lewis had it was interested in roasting, and the roasting position was kind of opening up, like. Bob, the owner, was kind of wanting to step out of it and, and focus on more like back end kind of things and uh, and building the company. And, and and I remember Madison, who's still in in management position now, but she's our um, director of business development now. At the time, she was our director of operations. She asked Lewis. She said, "Do you want to start roasting?" And Lewis said, "No, I don't." And I was like, "What?" And and I I, I, I would love shocked. to. And I would love to. I was I was mind blown that he said no and i was like i was like i but i knew but after that i was like you know what at least he's focused on what he wants to do right now it really hurt yeah because for me i feel like i i like knowing how things work that's how i work as a human being and so like the small details the processes of things and just getting experience is what i i want i want i want that and everything especially things i'm passionate about um and roasting was was something I really wanted to do, and I had multiple conversations with Bob. But once he gave me the opportunity, I was just like, I can't. If I can't fully commit to this, 
I mean, you couldn't even I fully can't. commit to a part-time barista exactly. shift. So, and so you were just at a different point in life, yeah. and like that's that's perfectly fine. And also becoming a D one athlete, like that's that's hard. <laughs> that's very hard. Um, I, I couldn't do it if if I could not be a D one athlete and still do the things that I'm doing now. You you literally just have to drop everything to be D one college athlete. Like it's very very tough. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I, I leave the groundabout. I just I can't I not I can't do it anymore. And uh, yeah, but I'm still involved. You know, I I'm still involved in coffee. I'm still yeah, doing is, my best to to do that. When, I just can't commit to a job. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think like like a couple weeks after we both kind of realized we we're like, damn, we can't brew coffee together. Yeah. So then we start going over to each other's houses. He comes over to the dorm at the time, and and that I think you leaving roundabout brought us closer because it was more than a work. Yeah, it was. Ship. It was not just like work. Yeah, we'll, we'll brew coffee at work. Yeah. Just like it's I mean, just now, different. me and Caleb are hanging out at least like once every two weeks at this time. Yeah. Now, now it's like twice. <laughs> now a week. it's like now, twice now our girlfriends are like, please come back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and so Caleb starts what he's done to the ground about in you know since me leaving has been insane. You know he the. The the yeah. development of of the roasting program, the sourcing, um, the cafe standards, um, and and I'm not talking crap on Madison. Whatsoever. No, 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 no. But it's it's you have to know the coffee industry. You know what I'm saying? And, to, and to, that's just to do what you, you knew the coffee industry and you were passionate about it. So. Yeah. Uh, Caleb, and, and it's not and and with with Madison having her hospitality management. No, and absolutely that helps. She 100%. like that. If that wasn't there, we would not be where we are. Yeah. Now. Like, like I would have left. It's a team. It's a team effort. Yeah. Me, However, me and her together, just yeah, pushing the ground about for the better, and it is in so much better of a place. Yeah. Also, I think getting more involved with St. Louis coffee yeah. and the St. Louis coffee scene. So yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Really? So uh, me and me and Caleb's. What are we in the coffee industry? So as we? of right now, I would consider myself. I I I think I'm past. I would like to consider myself past the the stage of enthusiast. Uh, I have a lot of knowledge. I care deeply about this. And especially with, with school, I am lucky to have, like, with my senior level classes, my te- they, as long as we're doing, like, so sales, marketing, management, I'm choosing all of these topics for the, the class you get to choose for yourself and what you want to go into so you can research it and blah, 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 know the industry that you want to go into. Right. I choose coffee for all of them. So within within forum posts, within projects, within everything, I'm diving into coffee. I'm diving into problems at Origin. I'm I'm going into my sales classes last year. I made a fake brand of an exporter and researched exporting coffee and, and got connections with, with that. And and just a deeper understanding of the supply chain, a deeper understanding of, of what it the industry is. Um mm. and so I would con- like I'm not I'm not a professional I I don't I wouldn't consider myself a professional because it's like I don't work in it but I I I would I would hope I'm a part of it yeah I mean but I think home enthusiast I home am, enthusiast but, but like with home pro I think professional is the word I, I really think home professional is the word I mean like what we've been brewing coffee I mean it's 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 pat it's more than just brewing coffee at home mm. it, you're, you're studying coffee at home daily like I think it and like pe- truly you're... caring about the service industry itself. I work I work at um, many good things brewery down here. Um, to better my knowledge about, you know, just beer 
beer and and beer. the brewing process of that and and what great beer do they have uh, my god <laughs> it is so good as a as a customer anyway many good things right. oh right. my that's god that's not what we're talking about <laughs> it's so good anyways anyway yeah anyways um and also just trying to you know get more hours of service towards you know talking to people towards um my resume and and just having different types of experiences uh, within that aspect. So as myself qualified to be talking on this podcast, I would say I, hopefully I'm qualified to be talking about the things that we're going to be talking about. Um, And I would say like, you know, as a listener, why should you listen to us? Yeah. Um, mm. And, you know, first off, we deeply, deeply, deeply care about this industry. Oh, it's, yeah. And this is what me and Caleb want to go into. And I guess we could kind of talk about our futures, but, you know, like working with a sourcing company, working for a roastery, working mm-hmm. in front of house, um, any, I think anything. Just management. Yeah, yeah. management. I think, yeah, for me specifically, I think I really want to focus on coffee sourcing, but also coffee education. Mm-hmm. That's something that I, I find that I'm really passionate about. Um I don't know. Teaching is something I've I've always been told I'd be good at, and but I don't obviously don't want to teach like history at a high school. Like I would love to set up like a curriculum for coffee. Yeah, but not like the curriculums that mm. are set up now. Yeah. It's it coffee education's in a weird spot. Yeah, but but um and but that's the thing. Both of us don't have set in stone plans. Both of us aren't like this is what's gonna happen. Yeah, this I is mean, what I'm gonna the only do. set in stone plans are like I know in November or December of this year we're moving to New York. Like, oh, I am. Me and me and my girlfriend Lily will be moving out to New York, and I will be pursuing the coffee industry there for for two years. And what a place to pursue the coffee! Industry. What a crazy what a place. place! Yeah, and so I'm I'm very excited about that, and and hope I I can only hope for good things to come out of that, and I think they will. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of Caleb's future. Mine is I've no really set in stone. I've like. You know, moving moving to a different city or moving to St. Louis or, you know, getting a job with an exporter or, you know, I have a horticulture degree. So if anything, I could get a job and I could maybe get a job in genetics or on the farming side of things or, you know, let's see what happens. But right now, I would say both of our focuses are just building connections, talking to as many people as we can, going to as many coffee things as we can. Yeah. Um, trying as much coffee as possible, upping our palate, upping our knowledge, uh, testing each other, pushing each other, mm-hmm. um, and just trying to 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 be the best that we can. And also just like trying to push as much as we can into the industry of like sharing what we have learned. Yeah. Like there there's so much that we've learned that while we're not the end all be alls of the coffee industry not we do have a lot close, to share but yes. and i think our perspectives are, are, are nice to especially to. for you know the people that we can find in small town cape Girardeau that that are yeah. kind of interested in coffee yeah or even just you know talking to the people that are like oh, i like the taste of coffee yeah but like, now we want it do i have <laughs> yeah and, and so and so with with really creating this podcast we we hope to i remember us talking about this first we were, we were talking about how we want something that we we want something that we wish was there when we started yeah if if we could listen to something that said here's the direction you need to go and like what we've learned yeah we just want to put all of our knowledge into a a, a, and not saying there's a lot there there's not a lot but 
But through this podcast, we will grow it. Yeah. We will. It'll push ourselves. Hopefully talk to industry professionals. Yeah. We would love to have to have people on this show. Um, So if you're listening to this podcast and are interested, you know, hit us up. Literally just hit us up. Um, We would talk. Lewis Primo on Instagram. Caleb Bruce on Instagram. Yeah. Caleb Bruce. Uh, But, you know, that's not a plug for this. But anyway, just like having really good conversations and and for the most part, you know, we're going to be talking about things in the cafe setting. We're going to be talking about things we look for in hospitality, um, where we want the industry to go, talking about supply chain, talking about what roasters go through, talking about exporting, um, talking about brewing at home, what to look for as a home barista, um, and just like different things of, of being in the industry, I think are really useful. And there's not really any coffee podcast out there that does that uh yeah not to uh, not that i've seen at least um you know we 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 follow a lot of people a lot you know and uh and so it's it's been really cool and just like or you know just recording a conversation that we're having that we're both passionate about i think is 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 fine enough to to post and you know people have the same interests as us and so it's just like thought-provoking and just trying to push the industry forward uh, not that we're going to make a huge dent. In the yeah, no, but, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, um, maybe we will, but who knows? And, and and then also just putting something out there yeah. just to try. And, and yeah, and, just trying to get our foot in the door, you know, yeah. like people interested in coffee, you know, listen to this podcast. They're like, oh, these guys, you know, seem pretty cool. Let's, we just want let me, people let me, to like, we just want be people their to, friend. <laughs> yeah, we also just want to, want people to think of coffee differently. And yeah. like we, we hope to start those conversations 100%. and spark different conversations throughout the industry. And, and hopefully we'll have some industry professionals on here. And some people that aren't in the industry would be nice just to talk about their views on coffee and, and what an outsider sees in the industry right now. Um, but yeah, that's... That's, I guess, you know, we've talked about us. Talked about our relationship. Who, talked about what we want to do. We found out who we are. We, I found out what I am. Caleb Baker. Wow. <laughs> Caleb Baker. The Starbucks. When I grow up. <laughs> reject. Yeah, the Starbucks. <laughs> uh, that's going to be an album title, The Starbucks Reject. Yeah. Uh, point of the podcast. And so I guess what to look forward to in this podcast is kind of that. Um, just... You know, we have some episodes planned out. Uh, we have some people that we want to have on this podcast. Um, and we're just going to be d- diving into this industry, diving into this thing that we love. Um, and hopefully building your interest, building your knowledge, um, and just, you know, coming together as a people. Yeah. As, as a community. Podcast yeah. community yeah. Building that. Um, and, and growing ourselves as well. So just forward, onward and upward. Onward and upward, my friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's... So <laughs> hopefully we can get it, this posted. <laughs> yeah. That, that's it. Uh, that's the that's the first episode. So if you stuck around this long, which I, I hope to God you did. Thank but you. if not, I understand. But it, if you have, thank you genuinely from the bottom of our hearts. 100%. Um, this, is a, this is just a cool project that we're just doing for the fun of it and just for the love of coffee. And we hope you can expand your love for coffee as well. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I uh, will. Are we doing this biweekly? Uh, 
we for right now we every don't have week, a schedule. We'll we'll post. We'll yeah okay. So we'll, follow so us on follow, Instagram. Yes, Instagram Sidecar is Coffee Podcast. You know, it's Sidecar, uh, Sidecar Pod. Sidecar Pod. At and Sidecar we will pod. also be. We want to set up a camera for YouTube so we can post. Eventually, yeah, we'll we'll get a camera together. But right now we're just kind of posting when we have time. Um, we'll try to keep that consistent for sure, but. No promises just yet. Um, when this gets, hopefully, if this gets bigger, then we'll definitely have more of a, a schedule planned out. But that's 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 the first episode. That's the first episode. And Boom. we'll drop it, and then you'll see a second episode. Just and keep we'll looking post. at Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, at so yeah, Sidecar again, Pod. we appreciate you for for watching, listening. Yeah, now go brew some coffee. Yes. Enjoy your cup. Enjoy and your cup. enjoy your day or absolutely. night or whatever or whatever. Yeah. Thank you. That's it. Goodbye. Yeah, and then before the next episode, we'll look up how to end a podcast. <laughs> Maybe we'll know. <laughs> That's it. We'll get an outro. We'll figure it out. Maybe some music, too. Maybe, yeah, we'll do an outro. This is low budget. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all That's right. all. Goodbye. <laughs>